It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Brewers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Ben Larson. Find me on Twitter at Cheesehead Talks or at Locked On Brewers on Twitter or Facebook.com slash Locked On Brewers. I was planning today to do the Locked On Brewers podcast and have it drop after the day game, the season opener, Brewers and I should say the home opener, season uh, the, the Brewers and Cardinals at Miller Park. But COVID strikes again. The COVID. Uh, it just, it's relentless. It's completely relentless. Nationwide in sports, two members of the Cardinals test positive for the COVID virus. And so Major League Baseball now saying they're going to try and play a game tomorrow and then a doubleheader consisting of two seven inning games at Miller Park on Sunday. That's me holding my breath. Not for long. Uh, I don't know. I just, I'm not really. You really think that that two players in the Cardinals are positive and that's it? Not going to spread? We're not going to see more positive tests? We'll see. Uh, at the time I'm recording this, we have not heard news of any more positive tests from the Cardinals. But, you know, come on, right? I mean, I, just, I don't know if I buy it. These tests came from Wednesday, and now they're doing rapid testing. Uh, I, I don't understand a lot about this. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, maybe I... Could have done a little more research. I don't understand why you don't do rapid testing all the time. Uh, there, there must be a reason. Maybe it's cost. Maybe it's availability of rapid testing. I don't know. But how can you do tests from Wednesday? When, by the way, the Cardinals were in Minneapolis with the, you know, taking on the Twins. Uh, so the Twins are on high alert now. But how can you do that and then not get the results for a day and a half or two days I just I'm I don't understand it, uh, and and maybe it's just on me, and I need to do more looking into how this is all working. But it just doesn't seem, you know, real viable in this instance. And here we are, the day of the test results come out this morning, and the Cardinals are are having to quarantine and, and postpone. The Brewers taking batting practice and having a workout today at Miller Park. Uh, but there's just, you know, it brings up so many questions, and it, it continues to do that. I'm still not on the bandwagon that some people are on. They're saying, shut it down, shut the whole thing down, it's terrible. No, I mean, let's let's try, right? Let's try to have a season. Now, I am thinking that a lot of adjustments are going to have to be made. What, whatever the number is now, eight teams, whatever it's at, that have been affected by this, where the Marlins outbreak caused the Orioles and the Yankees and what, the Nationals, however many teams to have to postpone games or cancel? Because <laughs> how are you going to make up games? Let's say that, you know, in the likely scenario here that the Brewers can't play either tomorrow or for the entire weekend, how do you make up those games? The Brewers have one off day 
between now and, and what, August 30th? I mean, it's crazy schedule. So we're going to have to rethink this. You're going to have to go by winning percentage probably because teams aren't – all the teams aren't going to be able to play 60 games is my thought on this. It's just too hard to control where when you're traveling all the time. You know, and it's – I had hoped it could work out. I would hoped against hope that it could work out, that you could have an even number of games for everybody and that, that you could pull this thing off without too many hitches. But really – it's just, it's not happening, right? It's not working. We're only six games in, for crying out loud. And so, you know, this is what's going on now. And, you know, maybe the Brewers or other teams, the Marlins, for sure, maybe they're only going to be able to play 50 games, 45 games. I don't know uh, how that's going to work. Or you're going to have to consider having the season extend for a while. They're so hell-bent on, we well, have to finish in October. Well, does it? The NBA's not. The NHL didn't. I don't know what the NFL is going to do. I don't know if they're going to finish on time or start on time or have a full season or not. It doesn't seem likely. College football is trying to make adjustments, but you know this is a this is a pretty tough enemy to fight here. This COVID virus, right? How are you going to control it with so many people on teams? Baseball with the players and the traveling party. Football, come on, right? So it's it's a pretty tough position you can blame and get mad at people in charge but the problem they're facing is monumental here pretty hard to hard to control uh so rather than just saying shut it down or or saying i can't work at throwing your arms up you can make some more adjustments you know and there's a ton of possibilities out there you can extend the regular season a little more to account for games that are going to have to be missed you know you can be playing into november you can go to neutral sites i mean why do we have to have these games in Milwaukee or in the home city in an empty ballpark. There's, I, you know, nobody's been able to answer that for me why you have to have them there. I know that they, they floated the idea of the Arizona bubble back, you know, in early on here before all the mess with the players and owners, and it wasn't feasible. And I understand why it wasn't feasible. Uh, besides the fact that Arizona was or still is or at one time was a hot spot, put that aside, you have all these outdoor you know, spring training facilities, but guess what? It's 175 degrees in Arizona. <laughs> what are you going to do? You know, and you were going to play day games? Were you really going to play day games? I mean, really? To compound compound uh, COVID-19, now you got heat stroke? Really? Is that what was going to happen there? You know, so it wasn't really realistic. But in the playoffs, come fall, less teams, especially as you get deeper into the playoffs, a scenario like Arizona might be more plausible or a scenario like a, a city that has two stadiums might be plausible. A Chicago or an L.A. or a New York might be plausible to do some bubble work there, some single-site bubble work. Now, it's not going to be the same bubble as the NBA. They had to go down and get into the bubble. They had to go into the bubble uh, having tested you know, negative. They have to stay quarantined the bu- in the bubble for seven days, and then you're in the bubble. You can't get out. You can't do that with the playoffs. You can't, you can't take a, a break like that. At least I don't think. Maybe you can. Maybe that's what they'll have to do, and they'll have to play baseball till Christmas. You know, I don't know. And, again, I know money comes into this and, and all that. I get that. But I, I think there's going to have to be a willingness to – bend the rules here and oh god forbid go up against the nfl like i know the ratings are going to suffer but what a choice do you have at this point right or you just have teams not play as many games some teams and that's you know i I can't imagine you can get through this without that happening if you want to have that hard deadline and have teams get in the playoffs and you're just gonna have to go by winning percentage and in this crazy season you know the stats still count the games still count uh, but beyond that, we're not 
putting a lot of relevance on records or anything this season. You're not going to have a chance to set any records because you only have 60 games or less to do it. So I'm not that worried about that. It's it's a weird season. It's a unique season. It's going to be remembered that way. It'll be remembered in history as this season or seasons where you had this COVID virus affecting things, and all of sports will be remembered that way. And it's okay. You know, that, that happens through the history in, in baseball and every sport. Not that it was the same thing, but World War II affected sports a lot, right? And everybody knows that. And everybody kind of accounts for that. If you care about sports in that era, you know that they were diminished in a sense because a lot of the athletes were fighting a war. <laughs> you know, they were overseas, including Ted Williams and Joe DiMaggio. You know, I mean, come on, right? So it's a little different. Uh, this is not a war against a, a enemy that is consciously trying to destroy us. It's just a virus is trying to survive, right? Takes a few people out in in the on the along the way. It's not good. So that that's what I'm thinking here. The other aspect of this, and we heard Mark Adonacio, who held a, a media availability, a press conference today that was scheduled before this news broke. He usually talks to the press on the first day uh, opening, you know, the home opener, the opening day game at Miller Park. So he did so again today. And he said he's talked to a lot of the players and they're all committed to to finishing the season and, and sticking in Milwaukee. Not the tone you heard necessarily from Ryan Braun a few days ago, but when this happens, it, it, you know, what about tomorrow's game? If, if you're not confident that Major League Baseball is doing enough to make sure you're safe with the Cardinals, do you play if you're a member of the Brewers? Do you, you know, and, and I don't fault a guy for not, especially guys who have families and, you know, whatever their situation is. I'm just trying to put myself in their shoes. You know, it doesn't matter how much money you make. It, we're all susceptible to this thing, or can be. You don't know. I know that the argument is, well, their athletes probably aren't, but look, a few guys have gotten it. Freddie Freeman obviously talked about how he was really sick from it. And it's not just about you. It's about your family. It's about maybe some immune-compromised people in your family. That could be the case. So, you know... You don't want to get it, even if even if all the people say, "Oh no, it's no big deal." It's easy for me to tell a baseball player, "Ah, you're fine. You're an athlete. You're in great shape. You'll be fine." That's easy for me to say. You know, I'm not walking around trying to expose myself to this thing. I wear a mask everywhere I go in public. It's where I live. It's the rules, but still, I would anyway. So you know, I just I, at, at this point, I can't judge any of that. And and if I'm a member of the Brewers or heck, even a, a member of the Cardinals right now. Do I trust that in a day you were able to rapid test everybody and that we're good to play, we're good to be on the field, uh, not social distancing? Maybe maybe guys will all be wearing the, the handkerchief masks, and, and that's possible. You know, Brock Holt was doing it. Maybe everybody can do it. I, I know it's going to be a distraction when you're trying to hit, but that might be the case. I don't know. We'll see how it affects things, but I just I, I wonder how guys are feeling, you know? And Ryan Braun had said guys are really nervous. This is a couple days ago when the Marlins story hit. And it hadn't come into close contact with the Brewers yet. So I don't know what to expect from that front. Uh, you know, so there, we're, we're, so much is up in the air at this point. Uh, so we'll have to see. We'll, we'll come back and talk a little bit about baseball. Uh, I wanted to touch on a few things now that we have a couple off days to reflect on the first six games. So uh, we'll get away from this. We don't know what's going to happen, but we'll talk a little baseball. We'll do it next. You're locked on Brewers. Well, you've seen the explosion of CBD oil, CBD products everywhere. There's stores, there's outlets, there's CBD in the mail, there's CBD online. Now there's CBDMD.com, so check it out. doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, stay-at-home parent, 
Or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day, right? Well, luckily our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. There's the CBD Freeze with Menthol and CBD Recover. The Freeze is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. Or the Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need when it matters and where it matters the most. So to make it even easier for you, try the amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer. They're offering our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Again, CBDMD.com. That's a dash between every letter. CBDMD.com. LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. Lockdown Brew is brought to you by rockauto.com with the ever-increasing numbers of makes. Fiat, Kia, and models, Pacifica, XT5. It's now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure the often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait for the counterman uh, while he orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry. Well, you have computers. You have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. So check it out and tell them Lockdown sent you. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Again, rockauto.com right now. You see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know who sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. All right, so back to actual baseball talk on the field about uh, where the Brewers are at here. I just wanted to reflect on a couple of things. I think people have been talking in the first six games. There's been some confusion and just some wonderment at the the lineup as it relates to, particularly uh, the Sogard versus Kane or Sogard playing a prominent role, Eric Sogard, in the Brewers lineup. And uh, while I'm not completely sold and, and locked in on uh, Eric Sogard being the leadoff hitter against uh, against right-handers for the whole season here. You have to admit that despite the fact that he's got a 250 batting average, now that's you know two for eight, so it's not a huge sample size. He's done pretty well, uh, working counts, taking pitches, getting key walks, even having a clutch hit, of course, in that come-from-behind win. Uh, one of his two hits when the Brewers came back from four down to beat the Pirates. And people, you know, when when the Brewers got Solgard or re-signed him uh, after he'd been with them for a stint earlier, you know, there was groaning. <laughs> Do you really want him to play third? Really? Are we doing this? Uh, and Jed Jerko, you know, that platoon situation is not looked upon favorably by Brewer fans, and understandably so. Uh, and, you know, you have to see how it plays out a little bit, but I, I do, I don't think it's right to just dismiss or say, well, Solgard, because of what he's shown you so far. It, I thought, and I still think that, you know, he, he's not going to have the season he had last year. Uh, in Toronto, I mean, he did really, really well, a lot of home runs. He kind of, you know, went over his head, so to speak. He had a, a season above where he usually is, and, and you figured there'd be some regression to the mean. But if he can give you the type of at-bats and battles that he has, there's value for Eric Sogard on this team and some playing time for Eric Sogard on this team. Look, third base is still ultimately, I think, the weak point for the Brewers. It will prove to be the weak point for the Brewers as the season rolls along. I still want to see more from Smoke. 
Justin Smoke at first because I think he's gonna he's, he's gonna eventually have a good year. We haven't even seen him at Miller Park yet. The Brewers were excited to sign him and see what he could do at Miller Park. Uh, and so you know that first base situation, Logan Morrison, Justin Smoke. We'll see how it plays out. And, and the whole lineup, I think fans are, are kind of trying to get used to seeing Omar Narvaez and Avisel Garcia, you know, and what can Jed Jerko do? A lot of people groan about Jed Jerko, but hasn't really had a chance yet. And, you know, he, he has been good in the past, so what can he do? Sogard's a, a known entity. We've watched Sogard in Milwaukee before. He's, you know, <laughs> essentially the little engine that could. And, you know, again, he's played pretty well. He's, he's a gritty player. Right, we know that about him. Maybe a little bit of an overachiever, but at the same time, if he can take the approach at the plate, grind out some at bats, again, there's a place for him. If Lorenzo Kane hits over 300, or, or looks like the Kane of 2018, or looks like the Kane of of most of his career, I gotta believe that leadoff spot is his, and and it's gonna go Kane Yelich Hira, and that's gonna lead to success for the Brewers. As Christian Yelich is gonna hit. Eventually, he's going to hit, going to find a way. Maybe these two days off, hopefully it's only two days off, will allow him to, to reset and, and come back and you know clear his head a little bit and get in a groove, hopefully. I <laughs> hope. Oh, crossing my fingers and my toes right now. Uh, but that that's what I'm thinking as you look at this. And so that's the biggest one. I think, again, we're still trying to get a feel. Who's Avisel Garcia? You know, who's Omar Narvaez? Justin Smoke, who is this guy? We don't have a lot of familiarity. Sogard is a little bit of a lightning rod because we're familiar with him. However, I don't think you can complain about the way he's performed in the first six games, even in the leadoff spot. I don't think you can complain about it. I think it's been a successful move by council to put him there. He's had, again, a a couple of – well, one big hit and a couple of good at-bats with walks that set up innings. So – just some thoughts there as we pause here to take a COVID break and we figure it out. Uh, you know, it's interesting, Rob Manfred coming out uh, as well today and basically scolding players. Had a call with the union uh, chief, Tony Clark, and said, these guys have got to shape up a little bit if we're going to have baseball this year. And I, I thought when I saw that headline today, I thought that that would be met by a lot of disdain from the players, but no. In fact, a lot of players are coming out and saying, yeah, we do have to be better, and that, that team over there has to be better, and our, we have to be better. You know, So that tells me that there's some truth to this and that there was some internal you know, investigation done by Major League Baseball and whoever, and they found the Marlins to be irresponsible. And, and again, the players' union hates the owners and commissioners so much that if it weren't true, I think they'd be squawking a lot. It doesn't sound like they are. So that's interesting to hear. Uh, it sounds like that's not the case in Milwaukee where the Brewers are, are obeying the protocols pretty well. But, you know, I mean, I, it's hard to say. Do you think the Cardinals weren't? I mean, I feel like the Cardinals probably were. We're going to know a lot more uh, probably immediately after I drop this podcast because that's the way it works uh, about the status of Saturday's game and Sunday's doubleheader. Uh, but I hope they play because it's going to be interesting. You know, if they do, uh, seven inning games, two seven inning games on Sunday. And that's the other thing, too. Who does that give the advantage to? Uh, you know, the Brewers are going to start Hauser. They did announce, uh, and it's up on their website, they're starting Hauser in the first game on Sunday. And not so sure about the second, but you have to figure. I'm figuring Corbin Burns, but I don't know. Could be Lindblom because he would have enough days rest there. So because of all this, they have the opportunity to go with him. Uh, and you figure Burns, Peralta, and Lauer will pitch at some point in these three games because you're dealing with a doubleheader, but you're not dealing with 18 innings. You're dealing with 14 innings. So it's a difference. 
uh, two seven-inning games. And if you're familiar with minor league baseball, you know that happens all the time. <laughs> so we'll see how the Brewers deal with it. But again, if you can you if you can get a lead after five, then all of a sudden it's hater time, right? At least in one of the games on Sunday. So that could be uh, interesting and maybe advantage Brewers in that situation because uh, the Cardinals are, maybe don't have a fire thrower. I mean, Hicks, their big flamethrower, uh, out for the season. So maybe a guy like Hader makes a huge difference in a shortened game like that. You have a starter that doesn't need to go so long, maybe get five innings out of a guy like Lindblom, let's say, in that second game, or Hauser. I mean, that both would be capable if indeed it's uh, Lindblom in the second game. But certainly Hauser is. And and then all of a sudden you can turn it over to, to Hader right away. Uh, and again, I don't know if they're going to plan on using Hader for two innings for a while. Maybe it is only one. But still, uh, you can cover uh, you know, an extra inning with, with uh, maybe Phelps. So the, the bullpen options look attractive for the Brewers in two seven-inning games like this. And, and it'll be interesting to watch how that plays out on Sunday at Miller Park with a doubleheader. Uh, so we'll watch it. And again, hopefully there's baseball. And hopefully on Monday we're talking about three games to review. It'll be very interesting to see what happens here uh, as this all unfolds. Uh, this weekend with Major League Baseball in Milwaukee. So uh, I'm a little anxious about it, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, But until then, until Monday, uh, we will be watching the Brewers and hopefully be having fun. You can give a follow on Twitter at Cheesehead Talks, at Lockdown Brewers, also Facebook.com slash Lockdown Brewers. And you can check out Lockdown MLB with Sully each and every day. So check it out there on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Lockdown Brewers. Locked on MLB, all the Lockdown podcasts found on any major podcast platform. So check them out every day right here, your sports fix. I'm Ben Larson. Thanks for listening. Until Monday, when we give you your daily Brewers fix right here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.